Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Emerald Games Cast. My name is Alex, and with me is Nolan, and I'm Janelle. And it's been quite a while since we got anything recorded. <laughs> well, we did we did have a recording, and it was it was eaten by some like you know not benevolent weird computer yeah, spirit yeah. lost it it's gone in the hard drive ether somewhere nobody's fault technical yeah. issues it happens Just so we're gone. gonna yeah. we're gonna cover a little bit of the news that we missed and also get into some of the more current stuff um but first let's talk about what we've been playing you two have been playing a a interesting video game if you can even call it that video games here's a hint it was announced with the PlayStation 4 in, Wait, was it really? I believe it was. Yeah, at wow. least around that time. I mean, it's been. That's in, what I've been saying. It's it's <laughs> so. it's been in the in the in the uh, news cycle for a hot minute. Is dreams? Yeah, for context, you're talking about the video yeah. game Dreams by Media Molecule. Yeah, yeah. Which, which we all have T-shirts for from. The, yeah, that's right. From playing a stupid monkey game for like two and a half minutes or something. I played it for a lot longer than that. I you, could not beat that monkey uh, game. Uh, you know what? In fact, we want to settle this debate here right oh, no. now, Alex. At AdPax listeners, for context, there was a game where you're a monkey, you're climbing a vine, and there's coconuts falling down, and you got to push <laughs> left and right on the, the top on the of D-pad. The it's it's to like dodge coconuts. It's supposed to be like a demo of this. This whole game is is like user content driven. It's showing how you can design your own little mini games, and so. They had the um, Media Molecule booth people say, basically, if you can climb the vine for three for three minutes? Or get to, like, a certain score. I, I think it was, like, it was, it was a like time-based. Yeah, it was, like, three minutes. You can take this T-shirt back. And um, Janelle and I got the, got the T-shirt uh, pretty fast. So did our other friend who was with us. Yeah. Alex couldn't get it. But when we left PAX, correct me if I'm wrong, you did go home with a T-shirt. I would also like to add that... By the time he finally realized that day that it wasn't happening then, I remember turning to the PlayStation guy and being like, look, I don't know if you can do this, but can you just like set a shirt aside for tomorrow just in case, please? So I'm convinced that Alex found the guy the next day and then asked for that shirt. Maybe cried I, a little I bit. I appreciate you, that, you, but no, 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 that's not what happened. I mean, you kept saying you like went back when we weren't looking and beat the monkey game and got yeah, the we, shirt. We but... split up at different points. And at one of those points, I was like, I've got nothing else to do. Nothing else I want to look at. I'm going to win that goddamn monkey game. I just don't know shirt. if I fully believe I just, that you didn't I've just steal it. I've never seen the shirt. What do you mean you've never seen the shirt? I don't think I've seen the shirt. I'll bring the shirt next time we okay. record. Please bring okay. the shirt yeah, yeah. for proof. Um, Post it on Twitter for our followers. Uh, yes. Yeah. We're going to have to go play the monkey game and see if you can pass three minutes. But so th- <laughs> this this monkey game, what what is it that makes it – What why are we making such a big deal about some some dumb monkey game? Uh, right? Is that all Dreams is? No. So <laughs> Yeah, it's one big dumb monkey game. <laughs> one big dumb game for <laughs> monkeys. Donkey Kong. Uh, you know, you guys play Little Big Planet? You play any of that? Mm-hmm. That's the Back game where you can, uh, you, you can kind of create your own levels and it all has this cute little uh, crocheted handmade theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Dreams is kind of an evolution of the Little Big Planet idea where you make a whole game where the point is explicitly to foster um, user-driven content. But instead of being a, a, a fully featured level editor, it's really more of like a fully featured um, game engine in, in general. Uh that you have a relatively like simplified set of tools, you know, simplified in comparison to say downloading uh, an actual engine on your PC, like Unity or Unreal, and messing with it. But um, but but quite complex in terms of anything else available. But it's on exclusively console. on your PS4. Uh, for now, actually, they have been talking about setting up a system where you can um, particularly notable creations can be vetted by Sony and Media Molecule to be exported outwards. Uh, and 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 put up for sale externally, Interesting. but it's not yet in place. So right now, it's really more like a place where you go just sort of surf around um, player content, and they're all really amateurish, but in a charming way. It's kind of like going on itch.io and playing random stuff. I've seen some pretty impressive there stuff have been on some itch.io and that. Really good ones. We played a remake of PT, but oh. the second we saw like the woman for the first time, we both went like fuck, and then stopped mm. playing. So. That nice. one was really good, mm-hmm. though. Like, they had the same audio files from the original one, and it seemed like the real thing. Except for, like, Dreams has this problem where human bodies look really, really strange. I've seen that in some of the footage, yeah. And it's really funny, but it's also, it it can kind of take you out of the better levels, I think, a mm. little bit. I don't well, know. Because every um, moving and walking character is on a kind of skeleton system. There are a bunch of pieces attached to joints, which is the same for any uh video game obviously the characters are 
they seem almost like they're constantly ragdolling. You know, in mm-hmm. a regular game, your skeleton is rigid until you're hit and you ragdoll. But in this one, it feels like when you walk forward, the legs are carrying your character forward, but the, the torso and the head is lagging behind like the wind drag is making them <laughs> flop around like their like their spine is made of, you know, kind of particularly firm jelly. Is there a way that you can, like, change that, though, or is that just the default? I... I think you must be able to because it's not universal. Like, there's a Sonic model that um, runs pretty well, and I've never seen him flop around. Well, that's his whole thing is that he runs really fast. Right, so. but I mean, yeah. like, his, his 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 head should should be a lot heavier than his twig legs, yeah. and he stays pretty consistent. Um, and also, when people are using first-person models, like, your camera isn't wobbling back. So if that's tied – I don't know if, if that's tied mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the head or what, but – I feel like it, it, it's just the default, and so you see a lot of levels that mm-hmm. didn't go through the trouble of, like, custom rigging their characters have this problem. And, and, and that's the thing about dreams that's in general. Like, you, you, you can find – if you play enough dreams, you know the seams of dreams. So everything in dreams is like, oh, that's very impressive. But For dreams. You can also, yeah. like, see the level editor rigging – like, not literally, but you can totally feel the presence of everything being – duct taped together here's, right now it's, just, it's yeah. only been off for like a month so that's a big part of it well here's my question it's been out in beta for a while and I've mm-hmm. seen some footage of it in five the or early six days. months yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if this changed but the uh, the limit of what you could have in your world was really small so like my my question is not only is working with a controller kind of weird and unorthodox but also the the limitations of the PS4 I wonder if that's sort of like bottlenecking what it's capable of and with them being more open to porting things to PC, there's been an uh, open secret that they're going to port uh, Horizon Zero Dawn to PC for a while. Of course, we're getting... Death uh, Stranding. Yeah, yeah. Though not um, a first-party game, but still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I wonder if that will end up on PC and open it and make it a little more broad. Open it up and make it a little more user-friendly and bigger. What do you guys think? Well, the thing right now that Dreams does is... You can set all of your individual levels to string together as a branching sequence. So instead of creating one game or one dreams level that maxes out your resource limit, you can set different rooms of each area or different parts of the um, environment to be separate levels that the player is seamlessly moved between. Um, which is pretty unique because that wasn't in Little Big Planet. In Little Big Planet, if you had something with multiple levels, you had to just name your stages, you know, part one, part two, part three, and people had to like go to your creation, like your player page, and just kind of follow that trail themselves with no with no carryover progress. Um, in this one, when you go look at a level, you can click a button to view a map of all of the stuff that's strung together, and it almost looks like a flowchart. So you can see like where everything connects in a big series of joints. So um, I think that people are getting around that limitation pretty deftly just by making things sort of flowchart progression style. Mm-hmm. Um, but the consequence is you're not really going to see any like open world games. There's a lot of uh, – uh, I'm going to say it feels like a lot of them are like unpolished PS2-ish games yeah. mm-hmm. kind of. Um, lo- like loading screens on every door. What gets me is like the that. fog. Um, there's the there's the there's a there's a really overwhelming oh bloom effect too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bloom. I actually got nauseous the first time we played. <laughs> I had to stop really playing. Sick. It was horrible. And like everything looks painted, which is pretty, but also like, well, it's painted, but it's also constantly moving. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. becomes really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, that's something I noticed definitely. Quickly. It's supposed to look like living brush strokes, but because of that, yeah, it's always jittering around. And if it's everything, it's like hard to get a, a bead on what is and isn't supposed to be solid. Uh, and you can turn that off, and people do. A lot of the best levels have, mm-hmm. like, a kind of PS1 dithering filter that makes it look a lot better, and uh, I like, I way prefer those levels. Yeah, we've found a few horror games on there, and those are generally the best ones that we found because they use, like, that effect a lot more, and they're a lot smaller. Nice. Yeah. They're a lot better than, like, you know, the more open-world ones people have tried to do, like Fallout. Somebody started making Fallout 4 Fallout remake 4. type thing, yeah. And it's neat, but it's also just like in – from what we saw, there was a lot more to it than what we saw. Yeah. But it was just like just no a big outside work, yeah. environment with like a Mr. Handy. Well, and like I could be wrong, but when I was in the editing uh, area, I couldn't find a way to customize your skybox or anything. So a lot of the levels will have sort of like blank um, – the skybox is textured, you know, it has like some blue and, and white brush strokes, but it, it, it reminds me of a gray box type of thing. It's like your level's floating, like a floating point in an empty space. So 
a lot of stuff is like interior. A lot of the best stuff is either interior or fixed camera angles pointing down, so they don't show the limitations. Mm-hmm. So I, I think my 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 thing on Dreams is like little little Big Planet two peaked like three years after the game came out because that's when people started figuring out how to work within the limitations and do some really amazing sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Dreams is like everything is so janky right now. Yeah. My biggest complaint with it, and maybe this is kind of dumb, is that like when you're starting the game up for the first time and when you're in the like creation thing, <laughs> there's this mouth that talks to you. So it's like the game is talking to you and trying to tell you how to play it, but it's talking to you like you're a kid, you know, which is good, I guess, or whatever. But it appears as like two eyes and a mouth. And it's just like a floating, just like disembodied. A floating. I think it might even just, just be two eyes. Really? I thought yeah. there was a mouth. No, I'm uh, pretty they, sure yeah, there's a mouth. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like floating mouth. And wow. it's really strange. And it's funny because it will be like, it will be like, now resize this object to 150%. And then you do it. And it's like, good job, good dreamer. Job. Or like, <laughs> you're you'll, marvelous. You'll ignore it for 10 minutes and it'll go, did you forget what I told you to do? Do you I forget hate to that. go do this? It was telling me to load in an object and stamp it into my level, but I wanted to figure out how to change the background music. And the whole goddamn time I was browsing music, <laughs> it was like, don't forget your ImpQuest, dreamer. Imp- it, hold on, ImpQuest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your cursor is called an imp. And, and you, you ha- pick your imp, and it's really cute. It's a little, like, ball. Like, it's like I- a, I-M-P imp. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's like a little yeah. floating ball with a face. So to be clear, when you said the controller's unorthodox, the imp thing is actually really interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about the controller um, interface. And also to be clear, you don't you don't you don't have to use a controller. You can use two move controllers mm-hmm. and manipulate it like a like kind of like a sculpting type thing. I- I'm old fashioned. Can I plug in a mouse and keyboard? You, okay, you can plug in a keyboard to type with, but the mouse won't do anything. Mm. You can only like people have made text adventures and stuff using keyboards. Um, Okay, but the way it works, though, the the left stick and the right stick are tuned to two different types of camera movement. So, like, angling and zooming in and out and strafing, if you hold a trigger, you can strafe with the left stick. So, you're actually not moving your cursor or selecting anything on the screen with the two sticks. What you are doing is the imp is a cursor on the screen that is a constantly active uh, gyro aim. So basically everything menu related, you're just tilting your controller like a gyro and pressing X to click like it's a mouse and then manipulating the camera simultaneously with the two thumbsticks, which is really goddamn hard to get used to. Mm -hmm. Because what that means is that when you pick an object to actually place it in your level, you're placing it with gyro. And so when you're trying to line things up and like you're also rotating on, on like a free spin with the like touchpad kind of um it's bizarre to describe but it's very floaty it's 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 like i'm sure you can you can fine tune that stuff and you can set guards and rails mm-hmm. and grid like snapping but it's it's there's some muscle memory that i've not developed yet and yeah. i know that i could get there but i don't i also don't know if i'm going to be putting a lot of time into the create side of dreams when the dream surfing side is so much more fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just seeing what people have made because i'm never going to make the types of things people are capable of in those games. I mean, even Little Big Planet, I made like one level and then just played levels forever. Yeah. I will say, even though we've been talking about how janky it is, there's this one game, I forget what it's called, but you're like a monster destroying a city. Ruckus. Ruckus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. Like, it looked like a lot of fun. That was one that was really early in beta that they worked on and yeah, I was always interested in. That's the things. In. That's the thing. Yeah. Like the ones that have been around for longer are the good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. It's so fun. That one's really cute. I like it a lot. It's just a little arcade game where you're a chubby little Godzilla yeah. and you have to get the highest yeah. score. Yes, we, 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 we've been playing Dreams. Slam yeah. it on that. Uh, Alex, how about you? Uh, well, you and me, actually, yeah. have been playing uh, something I never played as a kid, which is <laughs> uh, Halo. Um, Halo Combat Evolved, so the first Halo, just recently came out on PC with the Master Chief Collection. Um my mom was always uh, very vigilant about uh, age ratings, so I never was allowed to play it. I remember in grade school or middle school, I forget which one, but I had a friend who was like, no, it's fine. It's not violent because the aliens bleed blue. It's not real blood. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's going to convince my mom. But uh, It's so funny you say that because that did convince my parents. Did it really? Like, I wasn't allowed to play things like Call of Duty at a certain age, but I was allowed to play Halo for that exact reason. And that's also because all of the humans were wearing armor. So you mm-hmm. don't get to see any gore. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. 
Um, but so I never played this game as a kid. I don't really have the nostalgia. I played it with a bunch of friends who had all played it as a kid and were reminiscing about uh, when we used to get together, the boys would get together in middle school, play Halo. And I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. So yeah. <laughs> um, when it worked, it was a lot of fun. It's oh, really God. it's really buggy. The interface is, is just not working. I could never connect to a game. Every once in a while, this weekend, I've been trying to, like, once in a while, like, oh, maybe I'll just play a game online with Rando, see how that works. I could never connect. It would always time me out. There was never an instance I was able to get on when I wasn't in a private match with a bunch of friends. Um, and this just came out? Like a few days ago? It came out a few days ago. It's been out Yikes. for a while. This version has been out for a while on uh, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. They just ported it to PC. It's been out for a long while, yeah? Like yeah. A couple, like, couple years? Yeah, maybe? and it also yeah. took them a long time to fix it on Xbox One, apparently. Yeah. So. Multiplayer mm-hmm. was really janky back in the day, so mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it's... I would assume the Xbox One infrastructure can't be that much different than than Win- Windows. It's weird that they haven't ironed those out before yeah. release. Yeah. It's, it's super weird. Um, <laughs> but from what I played... It's fun. It's a fun little arena shooter. Um, it's cool listening to, like, Nolan, I remember you talked about how you had a friend that would come over before uh, school, and yeah. you two would play, like, Halo 2 or whatever, custom maps, mm-hmm. until you heard the hydraulics of the bus stopping and then and then leaving. I had the virtue of the bus stopping in front of my driveway. Yeah. And so, we, like, literally, when we, when we heard the bus break and we heard the lever of the driver opening the door, we would turn off Halo and sprint down my steps. <laughs> but, it was great. Yeah. but I never played it as a kid, which I think shaped me a lot in the sense that I'm not a toxic... Not that not to say that Nolan is, but... <laughs> no, same Alex. I'm not so. a toxic, vile no asshole one's canceled? of a human being. Yeah, no one's canceled. Um, yeah, I, n- I never heard people yell slurs at each other. That didn't come out. Yeah, yeah. Because I just couldn't stop, man. <laughs> but I never heard people yell vile, sexist slurs over Xbox Live or anything like that. That was yeah. never really a part of my childhood. Which probably shaped how I developed as a human being, um, uh, you know. I found Halo a little bit back in the day. I found Halo, just like any Xbox game, it had no shortage of, of, of pieces of shit. But um, it was a, li- a little bit kinder than the Call of Duty community. It was Because that was the thing I back then that. in that day. It was like, those were the war- that was the civil war of <sighs> video games. You know, it wasn't even Xbox and PS3. Because, like, I don't know. Xbox was so dominant in the seventh gen that it was really it was Call of Duty and Halo, I think. Um, mm-hmm. you know. I had friends who were talking about how uh, a while ago that like one of them had a PlayStation Three and was like, "It's not the same. You would not have had the same experience on a PS Three that you would have on Xbox Live because that's where the, oh, yeah. the quote unquote real gamers well, were." Well, the you Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, yeah. and it wasn't even like personally. I think the PS Three had better games, and I would have preferred to have one. But the thing is that the Xbox 360 was the pioneer of... The of, hardware uh, was better and the online was better. Well, it was, it, was, it, was, it was the pioneer of, like, socializing gaming. I mean, like, the PS3 was focused on traditional gaming, and the Xbox was, was built from the ground up, essentially, to connect players. Maybe that's and, why um, I grew up without any friends. <laughs> Same, yeah. <laughs> no, but, okay, look, I know this isn't, like, a talk about the Xbox, but every person I've ever spoken to says that the Xbox controller is more comfortable. It is. It is. And that it blows is. my mind. It's so big. It's no. fucking It's so huge. much nicer. Well, we have big hands. It's Nolan's so... got long fingers. You've got little baby girl hands. It's fucking <laughs> unpleasant to use. I can't. I can't figure it out. It's crazy. Those buttons feel bad, and it's big, and... Look, it's like holding a baby. I off, hate it. Offsetting the uh, two control sticks, revolutionary. Ugh. Blows my mind. It's here's the thing. There are different. Like I tried to like Katamari on the 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 uh, uh, Switch controller, which is very similar to the uh, in terms of layout. The 360 controller doesn't work because yeah. each each thing is each each stick is supposed to roll it around, so it's supposed to feel better with the with the control with the two sticks together, but. Certain games that feels a lot better in. Like, well, yeah, and I mean, like, there's like a rhythm game on Switch that I that I play called Super Zonic or something. I can't even remember. But um, you're supposed to use the two sticks as two separate sides of the rhythm um, pane, like in different directions. And the problem is because they're because they're offset. Uh, my the muscle memory in my mm-hmm. brain. I'm mm-hmm. always accidentally reaching up to the buttons instead of the stick. So that was me in Katamari. I would roll around <laughs> in a circle and be like, "Why am I not moving right?" But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I I have to agree with your friends. I think that the Xbox controller, if I had to pick one, is definitely the more comfortable one. Wild. I it's know. I think it's probably the best controller ever made. If we're being completely honest, like 360 or Xbox One. I mean, they're both very similar. Yeah, Xbox One is a little bit. I Xbox One has the D pad. Xbox One yeah. has the D pad, which is nice. It's also um, a little bit like heavier, a little bit more bulky. So mm-hmm. it might be even less for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not like it. I hate it. Yeah. I hate um, it. <laughs> Burn them all. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Halo came out on PC. We'd, we'd been playing it a bunch um, oh, yeah. when we were able to play it. 
Um, do you have any thoughts or anything you want to say about it, Nolan, as someone who grew up playing Halo and played it again? I tried to download Halo CE <laughs> when I got to see my friends at 6.30 p.m. That was the plan, and I started installing the game. And by the time I was a gig away from playing Halo Combat Evolved with my friends, they'd all gone to bed. Who were on the East Coast, by the way. So like... It was like 11 p.m. for them. And so I got to play two match. I got to play two matches on <laughs> Hang'em High, Slayer with Snipers. And uh, I, me, none of that means anything to me. By the let way. me tell yeah, you, no, this is wild. Listeners, I had a great time. It's still Halo. Um, and on the other side of that token, uh, well, it's still Halo. It's um, it's just just Halo. Yeah, Alex, I, I'm so with you. There's you know? zero like Halo nostalgia <laughs> yeah. in my life at all. It's wild. That Look, being I said, loved Halo as a kid, but like, it's not. I don't consider it one of these like golden gods of gaming. I think it was sure. a decent console shooter that was really important for its time. But the importance is not necessarily like it doesn't make it something I want to go back to right now. Here's the thing: I I also don't have any nostalgia. I played it. I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I can see why this is a really popular, solid game. And I kept wanting to play it, but the game wouldn't let me. Yeah. So, <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe, maybe like they'll fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Bungie or whoever. No, Bungie's not in charge of it anymore. Mm-mm. Whoever's doing it now will fix it. I don't know. But, yeah. But we'll see. Um, was it rushed? Do we know anything about that? Like, it, it was a surprise launch. Like they started with. Um, one of the newer ones, um, and then this is the f- the first Halo game. Re- and that Reach was just... Reach came out on PC, gotcha, like a gotcha. while ago. Yeah, hmm. and then this was just surprise dropped within the week. Um, so it might have been rushed. It's it's totally possible. You know what else has been a surprise drop this week? The news. Every gaming convention. The news? Oh yeah, yeah. The news. The news. We got news. We got, we got news. news. We got the news, and it's going to use Emerald Emerald Games Ugh. news. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Nothing gets to happen because the coronavirus killed fun. Uh, oh, yeah. It, well, it killed a lot more than yeah, fun. Yeah, it killed a lot more than fun and people killed need human to stop beings. being racist. But, um, yeah, so basically every gaming thing that we know about so far is being canceled this year. Um, not E3, though. Not yet. E3 yet. It yeah, will happen. It's going to happen. They're, They're trying being stubborn because so they know that if they cancel E3 this year, they, they, there will be no E3 2021. Well, yeah. and, and <laughs> We talked about this. I think this episode got released when we talked about uh, it, right? Maybe. No. What? The, the yes. death of E3 episode did get released, yes. Okay, but the coronavirus-related so, one, no. So we talked a little bit about how E3 is kind of on its last legs. And coronavirus has the very real potential to, to kill it, just like how it's probably going to kill the cruise ship industry. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 weird. Just as a global thing, obviously this isn't just happening with video games. Like, there's talk about the 2020 Tokyo Olympics being canceled. There's been... Which is crazy. Um, yeah. I was looking up a list of things, and it it was, like, dozens of events. Gaming and music and opera and just yeah. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. is getting canceled right now, which is good. What's the what's the big music festival everyone goes to? Is it Coachella? South by yeah. Southwest? South by well, Southwest that was already canceled. Different. But... Coachella okay. is what I'm thinking okay. of. That is not canceled yet, right? Um, I don't think so. I don't know anything about that nonsense. No, I'm I, not a video yeah. game player. I don't yeah, listen to yeah. music. <laughs> but um, no yeah. arts for me. Just video games. We we talked about this a little bit last week or the week before in the episode that didn't come out about how like at the at the time of recording, it was just that like Sony had pulled out of E3. And that, like, maybe one event got canceled, and we talked about how... GDC got canceled. Yeah, yeah. GDC, GDC had been canceled. Which is a the Game Developers Paxi's. Conference, uh, which is a high-prestige conference where a lot of game developers, if you couldn't tell, go and, uh, you know, have uh, meetings and conventions. It's kind of more business-oriented um, than anything like E3, which has become much more consumer-friendly, which we talked about in, I think, the last episode, mm-hmm. but... Well, friendly might be a stretch. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, we, we were talking about how the mayor of Boston reached out to Sony and was saying, like, hey, can you not pull out of, like... <laughs> that was PAX, PAX. right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. meant to say PAX. PAX East, yeah. Can you not pull out of PAX because, like, you're giving into stereotypes and that's all bad. And now everyone's doing it, which they should be doing, for, like... Yeah, for safety. And... I mean, even even outside of times of crisis, uh, if you go to something like PAX, you know, in Seattle, people joke about the PAX flu. Yeah, because you're just, cramming a bunch yeah, of sweaty yeah. people who don't understand hygiene together and, in a, in a don't, small room. And we don't know, like, what is the deal with COVID-19, how it lives in its host without showing symptoms. It's latent for a while, and mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. Look, I'm, I think you, you, mean, you mentioned it last episode, how some people were reporting on um, the Boston mayor thing and... Uh, him saying that like Sony pulling out of PAX East was playing into racist stereotypes, uh, 
I want to know what he thinks now. Yeah. Because like he, he that's that? yeah. kind of him telling a Japanese company sending people from Japan to please come to my American convention so people don't think bad stereotypes about Asians. But like I think the people making choices in Japan know a little bit more about what they want to do to handle the yeah, virus. Yeah, it's a little exactly. closer to home for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like Look, not to like get into it too much, but that's really pissing me off in my classes where like like in my Japanese classes, specifically, my professors are really anxious about this because it affects them personally a lot more. While like the bros in my class are like, this is stupid. Why are we talking about this right now? Less a chance of dying than the flu or whatever. Yeah. Like which also true. But we could get into a whole conversation about healthcare. Um, Let's do it. (laughs) Emerald politics cast. Think anyone's made a dreams level. Oh man, they have to. Have. Some, they have to. Have. It, there's always so much bullshit on on user created stuff. Oh, like, so much of it is bad. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's 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 the thing, right? All these events, all these events being canceled. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that mean that these people, uh, people being companies, will just kind of hold the same press conferences digitally? Is that what I you imagine expect? it? Well, we talked about this last week too. I think that will be the natural evolution: is that they will just keep doing it digitally um or maybe right. they'll rent out like i don't know like convention halls and places or whatever because they'll do that sometimes for press events. well i mean it would, only, it, would, it would only take one year of of every major company realizing how much money they're saving and how many more people they're reaching yeah yeah by yeah. broadcasting to a youtube video that then says here's where all the xbox news is instead of saying hey um maybe if you're interested in this like niche press conference you know 20 of the 60 minutes will pertain to your interests. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with E3, right? Like, it's a big ask for people. People are going to go watch the trailers later. But, like, if Xbox started having directs, mm-hmm. or Sony, I mean... It, well, they did. Well, Sony does. State of, the state Xbox of, did, too. But to state, state of play, you know, that's the thing. It's it, 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 it exists. But the thing about state of play is you expect all of the big stuff to come out of PSX and E3. So yeah. state of play yeah, doesn't yeah. really have anything notable. But if that becomes their, their primary frontline hitter, you know... No, didn't... One of their state of plays released like the first Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. It did. Well, like, they teased it, and then like yeah, a week later, yeah. they showed it at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know you guys are probably right. I've <laughs> gotten mad about that a lot. I like don't have the energy to like get mad about the death of this industry that I am so fascinated by. But yeah, like yeah. I know. Oh, I thought you were talking about how you were saying that uh, uh, the Sony directs are better than Nintendo directs, and I was like, yes, you are wrong. I'm glad you oh, realized that. Well, <laughs> no, I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, so obviously I would think that. Okay, because like, you're better. a Sony pony. And also because they don't make me wake up at 6.30 in the morning, which I have been doing for Nintendo, and it hey, does man, not feel good. they schedule these things for Japan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, if I want to talk about them right away, I have to wake up early, and I'm a sleepyhead. Okay, they've only done the like two or three. Epicenter. They've only done like two or three Sony ones. There are so many more Nintendo ones. So, like, I, statistically. Actually, I don't know if that's true if you look back not, at the full history of them. That's Of the Nintendo in, ones? Uh, state of play. There's it's been, been a lot more than while. three. It's yeah. been a thing for a while. Has there? Yeah. How many? I don't know. I don't have <laughs> okay. it in my pocket. Well, definitely been... not as much as Nintendo. We'll we can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, that that would be true. Yeah. But I know like some things. Nintendo are getting fans rescheduled. are like, we haven't had one for fourteen days. They're never. They're, there's a, yeah, know, there's a drought. Closing. <laughs> this is the longest we've ever been since we had a Nintendo Direct, and people are flipping uh, out. Look, Nintendo fans, I make fun of you, but I do also read those posts and anxiously await a direct. So you know, I feel weird about having so, it be so, like, so, oh, so I'm a Nintendo fan. I'm I'm a, I'm a Sony fan. Like having this weird like tribalism. Yeah, well, because that's middle. Schoolish, but like at the we same just talked time, about Halo, so it makes sense. It's like we know what we're interested in. Like I don't, what I don't get is people, people putting down fans of the tribe that they're not part of. It's like DC fans getting on Marvel <laughs> fans' cases. Like just watch a movie, man. Just like play yeah. Mario and also Halo. They're both fun. There's so much media to consume. <laughs> There's no reason to be like a tribal, like ours is better than yours. There's so much media to consume that this podcast will get thrown into the void because everyone has hours upon hours of unwatched shows and unplayed games sitting on their shelf right now. This Speaking podcast of has the energy too. of finals week. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get existential. Speaking of unplayed games, yeah. uh, we talked about how there's a, a tribalism, but at one point, the two tribes of, of <laughs> Sony and Nintendo... A great peace conference. ...were going to become one. Do you know yes. about this history, Nolan? Uh, I do. I don't know in great detail, but I know that before the PlayStation was a thing and before the N64 disk drive was a thing, Nintendo... And PlayStation. Sony at the time. Yeah, Nintendo and Sony. We're going to team up to make a console called the Nintendo PlayStation, which was going to be 
uh, kind of like an SNES with a disk drive. The disk drive was the big thing. The disk drive was the big thing. It had so much more space than a cartridge. Yeah. uh, It... it looked like if you look at the controller, the controller still looks like an SNES controller. It was very, it was like a bridge between the uh, fifth and sixth gen kind of hardware. But of course, you know, not at the time. But uh, it never happened. A handful I think of Sony prototypes dropped were made. out, right? Well, Sony dropped out, and I don't know the specific reason why, but I would imagine it might have had something to do with realizing, hey, we have this technology. Why don't we just be a competitor? Because the PlayStation is a huge leap forward. Yeah, uh, Nintendo had their own leap forward with cartridges. You know, obviously NC were well. Okay, let's be honest here. Later. Let's be honest here. Cartridges were not a leap forward. They okay, were but, stagnation. But but they had their leap forward by way of cartridges. Sure. W- they 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 pioneered 3D games. Yes, yes. Right? That's which fair. Then, that's which fair. I would argue, uh, then Sony uh, iterated and arguably kind of perfected. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but there was one Sony or Nintendo PlayStation that was going to be up for auction. And correct me if I'm wrong, Janelle. The guy wanted a million dollars. He wanted an obscene had, amount of money. He had yeah. been offered. I've read he had been offered a million dollars. Yeah. And turned it down because he See, thought he could get more money. But before we say like what this what happened in the auction here, can 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 someone fill me in? I'm 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 forgetting. Did this thing actually have any games that existed for it, or is this sort of just like a hardware prototype sitting in someone's closet? I think it was just a prototype. It I don't could think there play was play in SNES games, but there was nothing any different. Okay. So it would have yeah. just been was... like plugging it into a, a, a Super Famicom, actually. So it's kind of like a glorified peripheral in a way. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. And uh, a peripheral that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he actually did auction it, and mm-hmm. he got. Uh, $360,000. To the owner of Pets.com. The original owner. Please. The original owner. Okay. Which which, which is, of course, PetSmart. Am I right? right. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. I should probably look it up. You're the animal guy. You know. <laughs> you like, you know, know everything about a dog. That's not entirely true. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure PetSmart is either uh, – Pets.com is either PetSmart or Petco. One of those two big pet companies. Um, so that's weird. I didn't – and he also apparently wants to open a video game museum, which is interesting. Um Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, weird niche museums like that are never super profitable, to my understanding, because no. like, yeah, unless you've got some like real heavy duty shit. But even then, mm-hmm. like, as cool as I can't think of anything that I'd like fly out to. Like, I don't know where they're gonna put this. California, maybe I'd put everything in California. I can't think of any reason that I'd want to fly out to California for a video game conference, right? yeah, or a video game museum rather, right? Well, but I, I, it's... I, I think in this case I might be interested. So the article says that there was two hundred prototypes made. And this is the only known surviving one. The other 199 purported to exist were allegedly destroyed when the partnership was severed. However, apparently that is not for certain. Which means mm. somebody might still have one somewhere. A warehouse might in Japan be watching. Just full of, yeah. I mean, if I were a rich person, I would love to just open up a small museum. I was with you and I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't either. And then I remembered the time I flew to New York City to go see a J.R.R. Tolkien exhibit. So, like, that's a little different. I'm though. the exact fucking target audience for this kind of dumb thing i will use this coronavirus to get cheap airplane tickets to go wherever this is and look where at where was that jrr tolkien thing held was that in uh do you know it was at the morgan the morgan library in new york city that's already a really prominent library yeah and new york is super like they have a they have the they have winnie the pooh the bear the book was written on there i think do, um, fuck, do they? Yeah, I think so. Like the kids, Damn. like A.A. Milne's son's bear is in there in like a glass tank or whatever. Oh, man. Um, it's but, really close to like the Natural History Museum and well, all that other shit. maybe this will be in New York City too. Maybe this will be in That's Tokyo. fair. That's fair. But also like there's other stuff at yeah. that library. If you're doing just video games, I feel like it's a really, really hard sell. You know, I would like, be I, interested though because that hasn't necessarily been something tried on a large scale. And I yeah. think maybe if someone had a big enough collection um, worth trying. Yeah, sure, sure. Out. It would be it would be a novelty. There's not a lot of places to go for that, so if you get the drop on that... Maybe it know? doesn't have to be a big profit thing. Maybe you just want to show the cool thing that you have. That's fair. That's fair. And uh, there's dedica- there's an organization that's dedicated to game preservation just in general. Um, sure, but a lot of that is like under the table, not quite as legal. They can't really open up a, uh, a museum in that same Oh, sense. I'm not talking about like, like ROM sites. Um, but... No, I'm not either. Like, oh, okay. the idea of ripping ROMs in a lot of places is super... Like, in Japan, you can't do it at all. Yeah. Um, You'll get shot on sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's the death penalty. It's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they have a lot of guns to shoot people in yeah. Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as, uh, as, as America is under the Disney dictatorship, <laughs> so is Japan beneath Mario himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they have a lot of weird... Uh, 
laws around the world and a lot of weird uh, things that make it really hard to make game preservation a thing. Um, so, like, unless you have... And also, part of the appeal of a, a, a game museum would be to, like, go and play a game that you can't play anywhere else. I don't... Well, not for me. I just want to see stuff that I can't see anywhere sure. else. Sure. There was a... Uh, I would like demo kiosks, well, too. Well, of course, but that's yeah. not, like... I'm not going there hoping that or expecting to get that. You know, sure. there, there's some stuff like, though, though I get what you're saying, though, because when I was in Japan and Alex came to the same place with me, he came to this uh, video game shop. Super Potato, right? In Akihabara. Oh yeah, God, Super so Potato. Bad. Super Potato was really and, cool. And um, it certainly wasn't, I don't think, intended to be a museum, but it felt like that for me because there's stuff that I've heard about for years. Like, I got to see an Animal Crossing N64 cartridge. Uh we got, got to, to play see, a Virtual Boy. We did play a Virtual Boy. We played Boy. Uh, one of the Wario World games on a Virtual yeah, Boy. Yeah, got got to see a, uh, a collector's edition of Metal Gear Solid 1 signed by Kojima uh, oh, up damn. on top of one of their shelves. They they had like an N64 disc drive and and uh, like a ton of Dreamcasts wrapped in plastic that were unopened. I mean, so, and and, and it feels great seeing that kind of stuff. So yeah. I, yeah, it's I can get the cool. appeal too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm curious to see where this will go if he does end up making some sort of video game museum or whatever. Um. Yeah. He also outbidded Palmer Lucky, founder of Oculus. Oh, really? Which, um, yeah. You know. I wonder what he brought. I, if I, I don't want to assume, but I assume Palmer Lucky would have just kept it in a in a case in his house See, forever. I, I would have thought Palmer Lucky was was uh, wealthier than the That's former owner of PetsandToys.com. But you, hey, PetSmart or Petco and or Petco make a lot of money. And Toys Co. Yeah. Maybe, Toy Town. Maybe this museum will be right next to the Harvard Library. Ah, ah. Yeah. what can we find at the Harvard Yenching Library, Janelle? Well, I was going to tell you to tell me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you to tell me. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know all the history. You'll have to fill in the blanks okay. here, but Devotion, a spooky game that people don't get to play. Yeah. Why not? Is Nolan, please. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Devotion was a, a horror game made by developer Red Candle Games um, quite recently, uh, a year ago. It was 20... 2018, 2019 game? Was it? One I of think the it was two. 2018. Yeah. That's in any case, right. uh, it was a developer in Taiwan mm-hmm. that had previously made a game um, set in Taiwan when it was under martial law in the 60s. And Devotion was a horror game set in a similar setting. Uh, however, this time, Devotion included a piece of graffiti on the wall that compared President Xi Jinping of China to Winnie the Pooh. And uh, China revoked the business license of Red Candle Games, and subsequently the game disappeared from almost every digital storefront, even in America. You cannot yep. buy this game. Yep, it's yep. um it's contraband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, Harvard is going to be uh, cataloging it in their in their Yen is it Yanqing library? I think believe so. so. I believe so. And, Yanqing, uh, yeah, yeah. You still so. you still can't play it. You still can't. You can play Detention, which is it's great. Great. The first half is great. I like that game a lot. <laughs> I think too. you should play it. It's yeah. a good game. Yeah, Alex, you. I never have... played these games. Uh, I like of them. It. Okay, okay. Um, one of the things we talked about though, when because this was something we talked about last week with the episode that wasn't able to come out, was that to play this game, I assume you would need to either be an alum or go to Harvard. Like it's it's got that sort of academic gatekeeping thing going on. I don't know how that works at all. I don't even know if you can. I don't either. I have no idea. Yeah. I would imagine that this will give this game a spot in history that it wouldn't otherwise have. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just the Harvard uh, preservation of the game, but also the banning in China. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Red Red Candle Games is going to be in a position now where I think people will buy just about anything they put out, and oh, not to, not to say what happened to them is good, but like. Well, it's, here's the thing. It's, it's going to make them remembered. They'll buy too. anything that we can put out, but are yeah. they going to be able to put anything else out? Yeah, because they lost their business license. That's the sad part. And, like, so, it, they can't yeah. just, yeah. like, resist. They live in Taiwan, yeah. right? Like, and it's not so easy to just leave either. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. you can't, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's, uh, we want to move on to the next couple things. Uh, yeah, but I should, I want to reiterate. Yes. You, listener, you would love detention. I know what you like, and uh, you should play detention. Devotion, if you, if you want to be a pirate, if you want to torrent it, I'm not condoning that, but... Uh, there's no other way to play it, but, you know. There's no other way to play it, so you can't ever. Not condoning it. I won't condone it. <laughs> do not go do to it. the Pirate Bay, search it on Google, and find out what the current domain is, and I won't tell you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We got more news. Do you guys hear, Do you guys remember Wonderful 101? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, tell no, me about it. Neither does anyone else. I love um, the first hundred games. 
Uh, um, they but, were spectacular. That's a lie. That's a dog shit lie. You're lying to my fucking face. You never played that game. You probably don't remember it. And here's why. It okay. was on the Wii U. Oh, it was a Wii U exclusive. I um, didn't have one of those. No, did anyone else in the world. <laughs> I know you one did. person with one, and that's wild. Okay, I know two people with them. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Alex had a Wii U, let me tell you. And yeah. he bought it, like... Right out of the gate. No, I did not. No, 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 no. Really? No. I got it when when it was already priced. There was a huge price drop, and they included the new Mario Kart game, and you got you to pick between. You are lying to my fucking face. No, that's you the truth. Scoundrel. That's the truth. I have the box at home still. I keep the box, but uh. Why did you keep the box? I thought it was cool. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, I kept my Switch Lite box. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's um, fair. But anyway, this game was by the prestige at well. Prestigious is a weird term because they were always known for making weird low-budget games. Well-liked. But really, really good low-budget yeah. games. Platinum Games um, made this game in conjunction with Nintendo. And it is a cult classic, if you can even call it that. Or if it's not too soon, it's it's adored. People love that game. It is just the same high-octane, like, super tight control uh, Platinum action that everyone adores. The two um, people that played it. Yes, yes, exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. Right, um, right. But now that tune is about to change because Wonderful 101 not too long ago had a Kickstarter to uh, publish the game on other platforms. I think the platforms they wanted to publish it on were Switch, PC, and PS4. Um, in a weird sort of business agreement with Nintendo, because Nintendo owns the rights to Wonderful 101, and they were like, we'll let you port it, but we can't like fund it because it's another console. Um, so they went to Kickstarter, and they made the amount that they needed in like 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they made way more than that um, afterwards. Do you know how much they asked for? They asked for it was in yen, so I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my oh, head. Sure, okay. um, but yeah. it was it was a you know it was a pretty reasonable amount to port a game from my experience. Mm-hmm. And they made like three or four times that. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, they made a lot of money, which is surprising because, like I said, nobody played this game, but people really liked it. So I think the idea that this game was kind of bottlenecked by the Wii U is is no longer a tragedy because now the people are going to get to play this this game. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you have any interest or any ideas in this? This is going to sound judgmental. Yeah. Because it is. The name puts me off. <laughs> Wonderful 101. Sounds like a kid's game. I since I don't know anything about it, if I just saw that, I wouldn't like want to buy it because I would just assume it was a game for kids. Well, it's supposed to be a uh, Super Sentai like Power Rangers type style. Like they're, it's very like tongue in cheek, like children's TV show in Japan, right? Oh, okay. Like they even do the little Power Rangers morph thing. Oh, that's and- cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the idea is that there's 101 heroes, and it kind of plays like Pikmin, to my understanding, if it was an action game. Uh, okay. I, thought, I thought it was like you're using the 101 heroes to form, like, yep. formations. Like, you'll use the if stylus to draw, if, like, a sword, and yep, they'll turn yep. into a weapon and attack. Yeah. But if you get hit or if you lose uh, people, then they're gone. Oh, um, so, so you like have to, like, collect uh, people to form the wonderful 101. Your health is your... Number of yes, so that's I'm, my understanding. At so least. I'm guessing, I've never actually played it. I'm guessing it's like you're kind of like the, in the old Zelda games where if you had full health, you get the extra attack. Is it like if you have all one on one, you get you get extra power maybe, and or? you can also form new things with bigger shapes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if I'm particularly interested in playing Wonderful One on One, but I am interested in this game succeeding because yes. I want more Super Sentai games to <laughs> yeah. exist, and there's not that many at all that exist. And also, I want to see I want to see more weird cult classic games get revived. I liked seeing this happen to Shenmue. I like seeing it happen to Wonderful 101. I want to see it happen to, uh, I don't know, fucking like Gex or like Parasite Eve. I don't know. They did talk about Parasite Eve. Yeah. This was a, this was a uh, uh, Square Enix game, so that's not related. But the guys at Platinum, so originally most of the core team at Platinum came from a subsidiary of uh, Capcom called Clover, and they made. Uh, I think the first one or two uh, Devil May Cry games. They made uh, Beautiful Joe, and they made... Okami? Yes, Okami. Okay. And recently, with the success of the Kickstarter, they've been a lot more public, and the yeah. uh, the president of uh, Platinum, uh, Hideki Kamiya, has come out and said, like, hey, we'd love to get in touch and work with uh, Capcom to make a sequel revive these games. Well, and they're also, they're saying this is the beginning of what they're calling the Capcom four right or no, no, no the, the, uh, sorry the platinum four yes yes yeah they so teased, we don't know what else the other three games as are. someone who wants a super sentai game nolan do you know what the other one they teased was super sentai game it was a beautiful uh, joe no it's okay. a uh it's a new ip okay but it's uh what's the what's the 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 sentai guy that grows really tall ultraman it's an ultraman game it's no an off-brand way. ultraman game uh. so he he grows really tall and he fights kaiju and it'll probably be the same platinum okay. bayonetta okay. style action um but I'm personally really excited. I donated to the Kickstarter, especially because the game's already out, 
They're just doing it to port it. So like, <laughs> I know what I'm getting. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Platinum. I will sing the praises of Bayonetta to the end of my life. Um, Do it. Yeah, it, Bayonetta is a good game. It's the best action game ever made. But... Keep going because I'm, I'm loading the gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really good. I love it so much. Uh, That's the end of the show. No, I'm kidding. No. Well, uh, we the end of the show is pretty soon, so let's yeah. let's move right along. Right. There was an Animal Crossing uh, Nintendo Direct. Woo! I don't know about you guys. I'm hyped for Animal Crossing. I am also hyped for Animal Crossing. That's all I can think about. It's all you can think about? We were playing D&D last night with some of our friends, and to be fair, it was hours in. I was very tired, and I just started thinking about Animal Crossing, and I just said, man, I want to be playing Animal Crossing. I, I and agree, And no one yes. goes, rude. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, just like a general, I can't stop thinking it was about our, it. Our, our DM was like kind of pouring over his notes. We were all quietly waiting I for him want, to it's move all on. I can think, I'm like losing my damn mind. I got really into Animal Crossing newly, finally. All of these mm. years. Still haven't let me visit your town. I haven't played it in like a week because I feel guilty having fun when school's happening. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um I am fucking good at making money and I'm gonna make so God she is. I'm gonna make so much bank in this next game. I'm gonna be a capitalist. I'm gonna be Tom Nook. It's gonna be so good. Well the, I... the store that you can sell stuff has open twenty four seven too, to my understanding. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. When I first uh, handed her my 3DS to play Animal Crossing and she got her like you got your first round of, of debt paid. I remember you looking at the second number, which is 98,000 bells, and being like, how am I going to pay that? And then I came home the next day, <laughs> and she had, like, 600,000 bells or something. Wow. And you And you had you paid your mortgage, and you were like, I hate that I have to wait until tomorrow to pay the next part of my debt. <laughs> and it was, like, literally, like you, you would wake up in the morning and log in and talk to Tom Nook and pay off your entire debt. And then go do it again. <laughs> For like four days that it was happening and it was really good. Wow. Her house is already bigger than mine. And I had had that game since high school. <laughs> so I'm very excited like one week. for the game. When we talked about it last week or whatever, I didn't know anything. And now I'm like ready for this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so ready for that game. Do we want to talk a little bit about some of the new features they teased in the Nintendo Direct? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, you can finally customize your town uh, for context in the old games Villagers would just sort of like put their house wherever they felt like it. Like you <laughs> that had a happened nice... to you. That happened to too. me. It happens, yeah, yeah. Um, a villager put down like right in front of your door. Completely blank area for mm. miles and right in front of my fucking door. Yep, that yep, stupid yep. koala. You can't even see your character model when you come out after loading the game. God, anymore. I hate like... her. Um, yeah, but, n- but now you can uh, you can choose where they go. You yeah. can scan in the amiibo cards, which I think they're reprinting, I heard. Um, uh, you could do that in another one, too. Could you? Yeah, you could scan oh, okay, in. Right. I, had, I have some amiibo cards, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you could if you had a certain villager that you really liked, um, you could scan them in, and then they would move into that town. Yeah, oh, cool. and the 3DS one is like you scan them in, and they go to the campsite, and then you can talk to them at the campsite, and I think you can convince them to move, but it's it's um, it's not like a permanent. I see, I see, I see. I it's not not guaranteed, rather. I don't know if I believe this because the friend who told me is often wrong about things that he <laughs> reads on the internet, but my friend was saying that he watched a thing with movable wallpapers yes yes there are actually there are animated wallpapers so like that's what there was a really cool trailer that they released not too long ago that showed like a bunch of fish swimming around in a circle yeah that's what he was saying i just thought that he had no idea what he was talking about. no no this is real this is a real thing um little little things like that are really exciting for animal crossing Um, Uh, further for customizing the town there's terraforming yes that's Mm -hmm. a big deal i'm excited for that you guys didn't seem very excited last time we talked about it but i mean that was just, I think that's because I'm so used to just de- getting mm-hmm. with what I get. Um, and I don't know how often I'm going to use it. Yeah. Just because I like the sort of naturalistic, you know, you get what you get. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's really cool for people that want to. I'll definitely dabble in it. Um, I, I like the challenge of having to work around. Like recently, I built a suspension bridge in my town because the way the river was and the default, the way the river and the default bridge spawned in when, when my town was created from the generator. Uh, made it so that the left half of my town was basically an isolated island nation that like nobody ever went to because you had to go down to the very bottom corner of the map to access it. Um, and so I think it's cool that you can just erase the river and replace it if you want to. Uh, but I kind of like the challenge of going, oh, well, now i got to build a bridge because this is in the way. And mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. I think it's really cool for people that want it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what else? Was there anything else of, of note? Eight-player multiplayer? Probably the biggest thing. That's true. I don't um, know that I'll use it very much. That looks kind of weird. <laughs> well, watching... you, yeah, that's if you have multiple people on the same Switch. Like, you two have the same, are in the same uh, 
3DS, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you could do the same thing, and then you could have multiple people play at the same time. And the leader can, like, tether the yes, other players yes. to them like babies on a leash. But <laughs> if you go, it, it, like before, if you go online, then you're, you're free to do whatever. Um, yeah. I'm learning now that I can't just have a house on, like, Nolan's Island unless we're playing on the same Switch. That's stupid. I want to have an island with my friends. And I want to play on my own Switch. Well, but I you can't could. do that. You could have a house on my island. It would just be, you'd have to have a separate character. Whatever. Yeah. I want to be allowed. But we can all still visit each other's islands. It's not the same. I want to live next door to my friends. That's exactly what we have. We're mm. on the islands next to each other. We hop on the Dodo plane and he flies us over. Not with the coronavirus. <laughs> None of the planes are working. The, corona- the Tom, coronavirus Tom is going to. Tom is canceling the island getaway package. Yeah. The, uh, There's about to be a new wing, in the, a fossil wing in the museum. Those Dodos are going to have a, a nice new place to live. God. The... The Mr. Moneybags that I've become has to wonder, do we know anything about the bug situation? Because before you'd have to go to an island to catch good bugs, but now it's on an island. You still catch good bugs. But like... There is also... uh, The idea is it's actually very similar to my favorite game of the year, Dragon Quest Builders 2, in the sense that you can go to randomly generated islands, which will... uh, you can collect certain resources and certain uh, bugs from there. Um, So there'll be like different seasons or different whatever... Um, so that's my understanding, yeah. And they chase you now sometimes. I saw a spider well, chase player. They've always chased you. Really? Yeah, yeah. I guess I never just... That's you can, fucked up. You can get that. chased by a scorpion. Scorpions and tarantulas are only in the uh, summer. So if you go out at night, you have a chance of getting chased by them, and then you pass out, and then you wake up in front of your house. Okay. Full of spiders, probably. You guys have no idea how different this conversation is for me now that I'm, like, <laughs> knowledgeable a little bit about this. This well, is a good thing exciting. we were able to, to talk about it. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about the last thing on our list? What is the last thing on our list? Well, Persona, Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Persona 5 Royal translation? When that come out? Is that out now? No. That just come no, out? no. It's been out in Japan for a minute. Uh-huh. Um, but Persona 5 Royal is getting a... Uh, it's supposed to come out... March 31st. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So very soon. Yeah. And one of the big news that broke a little while ago was that there was a scene in the original Persona 5. Persona two 5, scenes. Yeah, two scenes in the Persona 5, in the original Persona 5. And Royal is like an updated, uh, uh, like, ultra deluxe remake. Yes, Not really a yes. remake. It's just like a, it's like a powered up edition. With more features, yeah. yeah. And the uh, news that dropped was that the Western version of the game is going to censor the two... Uh, actually very homophobic scenes of uh, these mm-hmm. the gay gay couple harassing this high school boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course gamers are super cool with it, right? They understand and they're like, oh, this is a, this is a thing that makes sense, right? No. Gamers oh, really? Are, gamers be mad. Yeah, gamers gamers be mad. Gamers love it when they get to feel validated in their homophobia and sexism yeah, and yeah. personas full of both of those things. Oh, but they're but they're just fighting against censorship, right? It's not like they have a deep set homophobia or anything, it's right? It's just about ethics and games. Exactly. Journalism. Exactly. No, this is really sarcasm mad. if you couldn't tell, but yeah. Um I don't know what they're going to change about those scenes cuz like even the way they depict those characters is pretty You might have to change the character models, yeah. yeah. Like, they're like uh wearing one of them was wearing a really tight shirt covered in hearts and kind of standing with like the stereotypical gay hand and yeah. hands on his hip doing like a little sway, you know. Mm-hmm, mm. so, so hopefully they won't just change the dialogue and just completely change that. But I don't know. I don't know if they can because it's just the, well, the big localization team, yeah, yeah. right? The yeah. big concern wasn't that they were gay. It was the fact that they well, were yeah, like. Well, yeah, of course not. Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. they're like incredibly offensive stereotypes they, of yeah. like a gay couple. Yeah, yeah. And like coming on to a child. Like they yeah. absolutely should still be gay. It's just, yeah. The, the other element of it is that in their one appearance is in the game's red light district. So it's like kind of implicitly tying like the existence of gay people to like oh this is where like the dirty sex and prostitution happens like that's right. where, that's that's where they congregate. Like please have more know? gay characters in your video um, games. Obviously, please don't be incredibly offensive mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. it. I don't. Sure. I don't know. That yeah. Persona has a plethora of issues that I've like gotten really mad about before, and I'm not gonna do it now. You sure? Well, Persona's incredibly misogynistic in a lot of ways incredibly homophobic in a lot of ways i like persona for what it is i don't think i'm gonna play royal because the first time i played persona 5 i didn't i didn't not notice it but i was just like excited about a new video game sure so it was like whatever i looked past it but like a few years later having watched nolan play it Mm -hmm. i just couldn't get past that stuff this so did that change did that change your entire opinion of the game though like 
I think so. It's like, it's so frustrating because the parts that aren't like that, I love so much. I love going out with your friends and getting a bowl of ramen and like hanging out or whatever, right? But like... Having your cat tell you to go to bed. Having your... Look, okay, people are babies. That wasn't that bad. It's fine. <laughs> but like... It's going to be a boy now. It's a, the cat in oh, yeah, now you're, is, cat a, a boy? is a hot boy. Um, oh, he's a hot boy. No, he's like actually, he has a human form in Royal. I've been saying since that game came out that Morgana was always a girl who's gay. Canonically a boy now. Canonically dumb. Morgana's <laughs> a lesbian. But nobody agrees with that. I thought it was a lot more powerful. Morgana but... sounds like a much more feminine name. Than, I know. Yeah. And I think Morgana was voiced by a woman, I, I think. I wouldn't probably. know. Probably. If they, ha- if they have the, like, high-pitched, yeah. squeaky, cute the, like, voice, it was probably the, like, a... like, Ash Ketchum yeah. voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, though, like, you you like Persona 5, but once is enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah You'd I also so. talked about how you think that the original game is too long, and so making games even yeah. longer is... So, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. you say that they added features, it's that they're also adding, like, an entire extra character. So this mm-hmm. hour, no, 130-hour game is now going to turn into, like... 150 hours probably like what well, the fuck maybe does that work too like? it's like they're adding a whole yeah. uh, new term of school as well, well like it's like a two-month period yeah. i think um mm-hmm. a new main character a new important side character yeah. like they already uh, had too many characters in that game you can't <laughs> like they did like there were just way too many characters so, and i don't know why they would add another one last time they did this with persona 4 golden which was an enhanced uh port of persona 4 for the Vita, that game with all of its extra features included is between like 75 and 80 hours. And that game is already considered beefy. Um, Persona 5 is, I thought a lot of that game was pretty excellent, but it's also kind of a victim of the like bigger equals better thing. Mm -hmm. Persona 5 uh, took me over a year to play because I had to force myself into periods of hiatus to maintain my enthusiasm when the game just goes and goes and i have no problem with mundanity and tedium in games like heck i'm a fan of shenmue but um shenmue is also like 10 hours long you know yeah. so yeah, it's the like nice thing about shenmue persona 5 is like you, 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 as opposed you... to something like uh, death stranding which we've talked about <laughs> oh i love death stranding death stranding is like five times Let's that do length another death stranding like, episode <laughs> like persona 5 came out in april and i finished it that same month i think wow maybe mid-may that's but incredible i had it was like a long it was a long yeah. month. So, like, maybe that puts me off from the length of it a little bit because that's all I was doing for days. But, like, it's too long. Shorten your game. Don't add a new character. She's just female Joker, basically. Well, we, I mean, we don't, we don't she know She looks yet. like it. Like, she doesn't. It just yeah. stop it. <laughs> Take out all these extra characters. Put in more dogs or something and just make it that instead. Nah, man. Make Persona 6. Yeah, make Persona and, 6. And uh, make it really damn good. Make it an interesting setting. I want it to be, like, up in... Hokkaido in like a snowy Fuck rural yeah. village or something Hell in the yeah. winter. Yeah. That's all I want. Because that'd be cool. You could work in like the, the Japanese like yokai monsters or whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have like a rural town when the night goes. Like maybe you have the dungeons be just, you know, wilderness at night or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's opportunity here, I mean, Atlas. We're going to get a Persona 6. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Persona yeah. 5 was a, was a breakout success. Better yeah. than any other Persona game in the West, right? Oh, my yeah. God. By far. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I... Uh, yeah, I won't play Royal either. I mean, I don't. I like Persona Five a lot, um, but uh, it was, it was it, one. It was too long, and uh, two, it was it was anime as hell. You know, <laughs> it's a little bit too anime, and uh, and I love me an anime, so that's saying something. But uh, hey, play it. It's good. It's good game. Just just know what you're getting yourself into, and uh, and uh, be critical of things you love, because that game's got some real bullshit in it. Yeah, yeah. That game's I'm, got some real sexist bullshit in it. I'm definitely you know? curious to play it. I never played the original Persona 5, so yeah, I'd playing love to the hear enhanced, your thoughts on it. Yeah, playing the enhanced edition uh, has me interested. But um, if you think Death Stranding is long, I don't know if you're going to want to like get through this game. But Death Stranding is also boring. No, it's no, it's, no, it's not. not. Death Stranding is riveting. You didn't like, get past the third chapter. Oh, uh, man. I, I was just yesterday saying to Janelle that I wanted to go back and do all of the end game content because I, I, I miss the gameplay. I want to go back and make more deliveries. Like, we're talking about long games. I love uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm really enjoying that game. That game is like 120 hours or something, right? Yeah. I'm probably going to finish that game. game. Yeah. Um, at my own pace, of course, but I'm going to finish that game. Like, yeah. if it's a fun game, I'll, I'll deal with the length. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I just think you'll find this tedious because it is. Like, okay, well, maybe you'll think the whole thing's fun, but I we'll remember, see, like, we'll there was one incident. I'll, I'll <laughs> shut up in a second, but there was one night where Nolan was, like, in this boss fight for, like, two hours, and I was like, 
okay, I'm so bored. I'm going to go talk to our roommate. So I talked, I went downstairs and we talked for like two hours, I think. And when I came back up, he was still in the boss fight. You also don't like turn-based RPGs though, right? Mm, no, but I think that one's good at it. I think it's fun. Okay. It's just that the palaces are fucking wild. <laughs> They're so long. Sure. Yeah. But you'll like it. Okay. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's just about all the time that we have today. Um, if you have any questions or concerns or comments or want to get in touch with us, uh, feel free to shoot us an email at emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. Email us your hot takes on the or Ghosts of us. Tsushima trailer. Yes, or tweeted us. We have a Twitter. <laughs> we have a Twitter account up now. And our Twitter account is at ODE Gamecast. That's at ODE Gamecast. We'll be on there. You can get in touch with us. Uh, we'll probably share lots of things and talk about hashtag video games. Don't accidentally tweet ODE Gamescast because they hate us. Yeah, that's and a different. We're rivals and we do not want them involved. But so you can get in touch with us either through the email or the Twitter account. And we will be regularly scheduled again next term ideally yes Ooh, that's term, the plan this term's been a little weird we have a school. we have a couple of surprises for next term too so mm-hmm. uh yeah uh look forward to that that'll mm-hmm. be fun um but uh that's all the time we got for now uh my name is alex and i'm nolan and i'm the weird mouth from dreams <laughs> what the weird mouth from dreams Janelle. who says yeah 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 that's <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks thanks for listening uh tune in hopefully next week have a good day have a good life